What's up, what's happening? It's the one and only Jeff Axel, the Black Axe Attack, formerly known as the Neck Blinging, Ding and Ling Swinging Black Man. Now I'm to hit y'all with some old base seasoning. Like always hitting y'all with their axolisms. The percolating chest hairs is glistening. I got the lingo that's flamboyant like flamingos. What's up? It's Jeff Axel. Axel World Podcast in the building, nah, man. Just had to hit y'all with something new. Like, this is pretty much an extension of the Jeff Axel Storytime shit I was trying to do on YouTube. Although, I'm going to uh, definitely try to transfer this to YouTube as well. This is the initial episode. Um, I'm going to just tell d- different stories about various things, man. Like, I'm 27, but that's like in NFL running back years in this motherfucker, so... I'm like an old experienced 27. I didn't had about like 50 jobs. I done been in a lot of places. So uh I got like various perspectives, man. This is a half fun podcast. I ain't really gonna be on that super serious shit like other motherfuckers. I ain't gonna be talking political. You ain't gonna hear none of that shit with me, bro. It's just me having fun, like pretty much like I'm kicking back. That's the vibe I want with this podcast. Just like we kicking back. I want y'all to feel like we all kicking it and just chopping it up, having fun. Although I'm solo dolo. It's a one man show, you know what I mean? But this is going kind of. I'm a young comic, by the way. For the new listeners or the people that don't know me, I do stand up, I write um, sitcoms and sketches and things of that nature. And I'm just trying various things. So this could probably help me with my hosting abilities on stage. Hopefully. I'm still putting in the work weekly and whatnot. I'm trying to improve. You know, I just started in July this year. I'm nowhere near a finished product. I know I got to put in the work. You know what I mean? But, yeah. That was just a serious part of that. But I'm going to just talk about my upbringing. This is pretty much going to be about coming up in a religious household. Alright, off the rip, I'm going to be as respectful as possible, because if this get back to my parents, I'm going to get a paragraph, and my mom going to text me about the Holy Ghost telling us something, and I need to do this, so I got to keep this relatively clean, but not really clean per se, but I can't really slander them, because they care about their image, because they're pastors, and they don't really want to be thrown under the bus too tough, but... I'm going to have fun on this motherfucker anyway. Like, I'm a grown man with percolating chest hair. Like, I can say D what I feel, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, my parents is in their 60s. I'm 27, although I don't look like it in the face. Uh, both of my siblings are 10 plus years older than me. So I was kind of a surprise child. Like, I was born in November, so I'm guessing... I know my parents don't drink, so I guess they was feeling nice one Valentine's Day. And then I came through in November of 92. Know what I mean? So, um, with our age difference, me and my siblings' age difference being that wide, they would have to watch me during events because we weren't allowed to go to parties at all until we were 18. But then, um, what happened? Yeah, I was pretty much a young kid ruining the fun when they would want to go to sporting events and shit like that. So they were just like, because my parents always go to church, like, multiple times out the week. 
Like that was their second job, pretty much. It was wild, but now nah, I mean it was cool. We weren't allowed to listen to rap music at all. Like my parents told me, if they caught me listening to rap music, we would get punished for two weeks. I think that's what happened to my sister. I think they said she was playing Joe to see or some shit like that. I'm not really sure, but they came home early from church one day, and they walked up on her. She was grooving, and then they yelled at her, and she got punished for that shit. I was like, damn, that's petty gang. But uh, what we would have to do, we would sit in the living room and look out the window and make sure the cars wouldn't come. Like, when they would be at work, or when they would go out and run errands, we would, this was back in the day with BET, MTV, VH1, and all them different channels, Fuse and shit, they would play music. Like, before, like, they got overrun by 90s black sitcoms and Miracle Spring Water commercials and 90s black movies and a whole bunch of random movies and shit. Motherfuckers play state property more than they actually play music in 2019. That's some wild shit, bro. But anyway, we would have to sit in the living room and look through the window to make sure our parents weren't coming. And we would make sure that on a previous channel button, it would be some sports shit or some type of cartoon or something like that. That's what I did personally when I was watching Rap City in 106 and Park. My dad come through with quickness. Another thing, like, I had gotten in a lot of trouble when I was a youngin. When I was in elementary school, I got suspended, like, every year. My second grade year, this was the most memorable suspension. Because I was in cafeteria, and I used to watch shows that was inappropriate because me and my brother shared a room. Like, my brother was, like, 19 or 20, and I was about 7 or so. So, what he was watching, I was watching. So, one day, um, it was two kids that was in there. And the dude that snitched on me, his name was Chavez. I remember. I think he a firefighter now or some shit. So, I ain't going to slander the motherfucker, but he a snitch. I remember that. That was year 2000. Remember, impeccable despite uh, smoking a loud pack. Impeccable. But anyway, this motherfucker... It's going, I was like, yeah, Chavez and, I think the girl's name was Melissa. Like, Chavez and Melissa is having sex. So he was like, ooh. I'm like, what did I do? So then he tells the teacher, and not, me being seven years old, not knowing what I said was wrong, I doubled down. I was like, yeah, Chavez and having sex. So then I go to the principal's office. The principal calls my mom. My mom has a daycare. Like, she owns it or whatever. She couldn't uh, just leave the church. So, this is probably illegal, but this is the year 2000. I could have been kidnapped, but the principal drives me home. And my brother happens to be there. My brother happens to be there, fresh off the shift, with his shirt off. And then he explains... She explains to him that I've been suspended for two days or some shit like that for saying what I said. And, like, when I was on the phone with my mom, I was definitely shook diggity. My mom was like, where did you hear that from? I think I heard it from the Wayans brothers or some shit like that. <laughs> but, yeah, she was heated. 
So then, um, my brother, he, he, uh, lets me in the door. He was like, yo, your principal look good. I was like, I don't care about that. She just drove me home. Like, this ain't normal. I'm seven years old, but I know this isn't normal. (laughs) She really could have, like, took me anywhere. Like, that's not supposed to happen. I'm pretty sure in 2019, it would be an outrage if that type of shit hit me. But, anyway, I'm sitting there nervous as hell. Because I already know, my once my mom tosses up, tosses up the oop to my dad, my dad's go-to quote was, I'm going to skin you alive. He had said that one time over the phone when I was in sixth grade. But, nah, I can't tell that story. My, I'll parents it. <laughs> I can't tell that story. But uh, anyway, his goes to quote was, I'm going to skin you alive. So my heart beating. When you about to get an ass whooping, you don't want to eat. You're kind of nervous because you, you feel the tension coming. Like, your stomach is just nuts for real. So my dad drove a rinky-dink Ford Taurus, I believe it was. It was like a 95 Ford Taurus. The automatic, uh, no, with the manual windows and locks and shit. So I seen that light blue Ford Taurus pull up. And I tried to hop in the bed, turn off the light. No, I tried to turn off the light, hop in the bed like I was asleep. All of a sudden, I just hear the stomps. Doom, 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 doom. He um just kicked open the door. Takes off his belt. It's like, you ain't sleep. Grabs me, yanks me out the bed, drops pants down, drops uh, draws down, just like destroying me with the belt. Like he called me a lot of times. Like I said, the story I can't tell right now, might be able to tell it later, but like he, he called me a couple times. I remember that one vividly because the principal drove me home. And somehow my parents thought that shit was cool. I should have stayed at school. Like, I wouldn't have said this shit again. Like, once I knew it was bad, but I ate a two-day suspension. Like, I suspended every year in elementary school. Like, first grade, I got suspended. I think I uh, pulled my pants down. Like, I was doing the DX shit, I believe. I didn't know on the desk to suck it. Um, Third grade, I was cool, I believe. Fourth grade, I got suspended for arguing with the teacher, I think. Fifth grade, I think I beat up a kid. Uh, sixth grade, fights, multiple things. Like I got spending cups on sixth grade. Seventh grade, I got spent for fighting. Eighth, I got spent off the bus for throwing um fruit out the window, it moving cars and shit. Like I, I used to just do dumb shit, man. Like just because, just dumb as hell. But another thing, um, my dad used to have the weirdest chores. Like, he fired me from cutting the grass, by the way. I did it for one summer. He said he hated the way I did it. I'm like, dude, you waking me up in the summer. I'm a teenager. Like, I be, I was hungover sometimes and shit. I don't think he knows that. But I was like, I'll party the night before. This dude wake me up 7 a.m. talking about like, grass needs to be cut. Get it before the heat comes up. Like, man, what the hell? Well, I'd rather do this at, like, 6 p.m. Like, rational people, like, what the fuck, 7 a.m., people still asleep? 
This dude be cutting grass, like knocking over rocks, running into shit. You hear the blade just going against the grain. But this time, in particular, with this chore, I was 14 years old. I remember this vividly. It was summer vacation. I had to get on MySpace, you feel me? Like, you know, back in the day, you on MySpace, you find girls from all over, talk to them. You, like, we didn't know about Catfish, so at this point, I don't know who was legit that I was really talking to. But, yeah, we would talk on MySpace till like 4 or 5 a.m. And I had dial-up. This was the only time I could really do it because my parents would be on the phone getting text, I mean, facts from uh, churches and a whole bunch of other shit. My dad was in real estate, too, so, like, you get real estate facts and shit like that. I'm like, bruh, they always kick me off during the day, so at nighttime, when the dial-up, all that shit, when it was moving and grooving, I was messaging girls from all over the world at, like, 5 a.m., bruh. She was dope. But... This dude woke me up at 7 a.m. on the first day of my summer vacation in 2006, my high school year. He kicks open the door. Like, yeah, the pillow stove downstairs. Um, yeah, we had a pillow stove downstairs, by the way. So he was like, I got 200 bags of pellets outside, ran this truck for Home Depot. I need you to put it in the shed in two hours. So it's 7 a.m., first day of summer vacation. Mind you, I damn near pulled an all-nighter. So I'm sitting here like, nah, I'm dreaming. He didn't really, this didn't really just happen. Not on my first day of summer vacation at 14. Hell no. Go back to sleep for like five minutes. He come back up. He fit pretty much full sweet chin music's this door now. Boom. I told you. I got 200 bags of pellets downstairs outside. I need you to grab it. Put on some shoes now and grab it and take it to the back. Mind you, these bags of pellets are 40 pounds each. And to grab a wheelbarrow, take it to the backyard, dump it in the shed and stack them. 200 fucking bags of pellets. And the ones I couldn't fit in the shed, I had to take it downstairs to the basement and dump it there. That shit was super chica leaks. Man, my like, shit was crazy, bro. I really don't. Those are bad memories, man. Like, between having to lift the stove down a flight of stairs, the pellet stove was about 500 pounds. Um, having to lift a king size bed up a flight of stairs, having to push one of his old cars a block and a half. When it uh, ran out of, it had a mechanical issue. Like, I may be a skinny nigga, but I ain't like no anorexic eating disorder looking ass nigga, man. Like, I got that wiry strength, man. I ain't frail out here. It goes for playing ball, too, because it be motherfuckers that be online talking greasy, but they don't want to pull up and play. That shit be wild, man. Like, I'm going to still try to play ball for hopefully, like, another 20, 30 years. My body let me, know what I mean? I ain't going to act like I'm a superstar or nothing, but motherfuckers make fun of my form and things of that nature. 
But I'm like, you can see me on the court. I play anybody. I take L's, but nah, man, I compete too, man. Hey, five for six. My mom be talking about y'all out here shagging. Cause me and my girl live together. I'm like, look here, these 2019 prices is real. My life was super struggle tastic when I was out here with my own place out VA. That shit was trash, man. I was scratching and surviving. Going without a haircut for three months in this motherfucker. Like, I had the motherfucking trapezoid Kobe Bryant number eight throw on top of the dome for real. Shit was all bad. But I'm like, I'm sorry inflation didn't live, didn't happen back in y'all day. Like, people was able to have a job, like, able to go to school. Not live below the poverty line and shit. Like, inflation and states not adjusting to that shit then change the game for a lot. So that's another religious aspect I be having in here. When I stay in my parents' house, like my girl, me and my girl got to sleep in different rooms for real. Because we ain't married. <laughs> so my parents are still, they, they done been in the religion since the 70s. They ACL deep. In Christianity, man, like I ain't gonna talk too tough about like my views on Christianity. It's just like things is interesting though. Like I wasn't allowed to go to parties until I was eighteen, so you already know I lost my damn mind once I was able to go. Like, I was partying every night, taking shots. Smoking big blunts, getting pissy drunk. Like, shit was wild. I I came hung over to church one time. And that was, like, the moment that I pretty much stopped drinking, actually. I was about, like, 20 years old. Night before, I was taking down some Bacardi Limon at the Ape House. Shout out to the Ape House. And shout out to uh my man, like, going back to an earlier story. It was for my man's Easy and EVD. Like, I would not have been able to have any access to music. They put me on the, like, line wire. Because like I said, I had dial-up. So it would take an hour to listen to, like, two songs. It would buffer like a motherfucker. I was on Windows 98 until 2006. Like, real facts. That, that's not made up. So shout out to them, too, for putting me on the music. Like, they showed me about line wire and various things. And uh, Apple Music, things of that nature. So shout out to them. So, the year was about 2011. Um, I had some fried fish that night. I remember this vividly. And I was waiting for my man's asshole Al, who would be notoriously late on picking people up, to come through. He was actually kind of early today. But the fried fish ran through me. So I'm on the toilet, not near my phone. Once I'm like done, like and out the shower and everything, this man, I get about seven to eight notifications from Al. I was like, oh shit, this man was on time. So I had to call him. He comes back and gets me. So I'm on an empty stomach. First mistake, first red flag. Get to the ape house. And 
is a plethora of liquor there. Then you got guys encouraging me to take shots. At first, I had a Kool-Aid chaser, mistake number two, with some Bacardi Limon. So then, I'm getting convinced by more and more people to take shots, and I'm talking outlandish shit, talking racist shit. It was crazy. Like, this is when I was an asshole, man. Like, I'm a laid-back, like, recliner-ass nigga now. But back in my day, I was a dickhead, bro. So, I'm just sitting there taking shots. And then, I was talking shit for about an hour. And it was fucked up. I passed out right when the women came through. So, my boy Al wake me up. This is a Saturday night. He talking about, yo, you gotta go to church tomorrow. I was like, oh, shit. I do. So then I'm trying to walk. My legs feeling wobbly, like linguine and shit. Sitting there, walk, walk. All of a sudden, everything starts spinning. And I just lose everything I had inside me in the front yard. I noticed I took almost the whole fifth down of Cardi Lamon. Thought I had it out of me the first time. We ride home. They give me a piece of bread. We ride to my house. I'm feeling cool. I walk, walk up a flight of stairs, take off my shirt, then it hits me again. Throw up some more. I couldn't lay on my back because the room was spinning. So I get like two hours of broken up sleep. Then my mom comes through with the energy, talking about, get ready, get ready, get ready. Woo, I'm on fire for the Lord. Like every time she went to church, it was pretty much like going to the club. That's her version of going to the club, pretty much. So she's sitting there talking about, get ready, get ready. Hype. It's 8 in the morning. I got a headache out of this world. Felt like somebody smacked me across the temple with a motherfucking frying pan, bro. I'm like, no, I can't do this right now, bro. So all of a sudden, I just stumble down, shower, kind of get myself together. Luckily, I didn't have to throw up at that moment, but I had my permit at this time, and my mom wanted me to drive to church. I'm still feeling drunk from the night before, so I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't want to. So she basically forces me to. So I back up, and I back right over the ramp. Boom, boom. And I put a dent in the front of a car. It had to get fixed. To this day, I'm not sure that she knows that I was drunk that day. But, yeah, I put a dent in the four or 500. They don't have the car no more. So I can say it now. Uh, I was drunk and hungover. And it was crazy. Cause I was, like I said, I had to go to church every Sunday. Like, I had to be there at 10 a.m. She hated when we got jobs on Sunday. Her sodium level would be through the roof. You want to talk about salty? Woo! So, I had got there. I was playing the drums, and I guess it threw off my equilibrium. I was about to throw up. So, I just had to stop, and I just hit a 4-4 to the bathroom. I was, Somehow, I didn't throw up. I was talking to God, like, please, please, I ain't going to drink no more. I'm good. So, thankfully... 
Like that was um probably my last time drinking heavy. Like I didn't drunk socially, but I know my limit. Like I found out my limit that day. Like I had a I was fucked up to about like 6 p.m. that Sunday. That's why I could eat and my head stopped hurting. I could lay on my back. I was like, yo, I ain't drinking like that no more, bro. Looking back, uh, on a serious note, my parents, they did prevent me from, like, because a lot of the shit that was at the parties was underage drinking, like, and violence and shit. So the parties would break up with fights now, like, with the ramped up gunplay and shit. It's kind of good that I was somewhat sheltered. They could have let the reins off of us a little bit more. Like, I understand the rap music thing, too. They from an older generation. Like, they was coming up in the 60s and 70s and shit. They don't understand rap at all. So, you know, I don't hold it against them now. Um, But, yeah, once again, this is Jeff Axel. Like I said, I'm going to have to edit this episode like a motherfucker. But you already know I'm feeling good, feeling great, marinating and pergolating. Like, hopefully y'all enjoy this one, man. I'm going to definitely talk about different topics, too. Woo!